What's going on, everybody? We're going to try something a little bit different here for Don's Pinball Podcast, episode number 53. We are simulcasting or simultaneously recording on video for a brand new YouTube site that I just started, Don's Pinball Podcast, at the YouTube. So without further delay, let's get into a recording, and then we'll talk more about it. Hey friends and everybody, saddle up those saddlebags and tighten up your sleeping bag. We're going to get into some more pinball fun, pinball activity with Don's Pinball Podcast coming at you. Episode number 53. Welcome. We're doing something different here and that is recording with video to go on to a brand new YouTube channel that I'm I'm so excited that I'm going to be releasing now. I, I guess now it's live. Get to that. We're going to talk about Centaur. We're going to talk about Bond. We're going to talk about Toppers because we never get tired of that. More after the jump. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, I did a great live stream the other day, unboxing of Iron Maiden, and I had a ton of people in the chat that was so super fun, and I've got more live streaming news to break to everybody. I want to do a regular weekly live stream. Hey, how about that? Let's get into some news, because in the last few days, our boys over there at Haggis Pinball, down under in Australia, where it is currently winter time, have announced their next game for reasons. I don't want to get into any of that. Let's just look at what we've got, all right? There's two versions of Centaur, right, from the 80s, this black and white machine that I've got on the virtual pin right here sitting behind me. Um, it's not a bad game, and truth be told, I do like it better than I like Fathom, especially because, like, the in-lanes aren't the out-lanes. That just boggles with my mind. Love the Fathom art. I like the gameplay of Centaur better. So, all good, right? Let's all just throw out our money and, and for these deposits, and, and let's get it, right? Well... Yeah, the only issue there with, uh, you know, ordering from Haggis is just the the, the consumer confidence uh, that I that I just find lacking in in our Australian brothers. Nothing against dudes personally, haven't met them. Sure, they're top blokes, right? Um, and you know, Centaur looks like a very pretty game. Now, there's two versions here, right? You know, they're going to be a ten thousand dollar, you know, kind of regular version, which looks fine, you know, for for all intents and purposes. And then and then they went. They went ludicrous with the sixteen thousand dollars. Those USD prices are even higher than the Australian prices, but the sixteen thousand seven hundred dollars for their top end edition. Both editions do come with toppers. So as a topper pro, respect, homies. Right? You know, I'll I'll buy you a burger at Hungry Jack's for that. But um, you know, let's let's look at this. Okay, so. Centaur right now, there's one available that's been restored on pin side, $6,000. And the appeal of these remakes of games is a chance to get a brand new built game, you know, cheaper and, you know, hopefully with more reliability than a restored original classic game, you know, especially if not that many were made or they're not available. Medieval Man is a great example. That game from the 90s is fantastic. It's got a castle that blows up. Brian Eddy, dude, bring the magic back. You know, but this game was selling for, you know, absurd amounts of money. So CGC was like, hey, we'll remake this. And hey, it won't even cost you as much as what you can fetch, you know, an original refurbished one for. But that's not what we're dealing with here. You know, this is commanding a lot more money to make this game. All right. So notwithstanding, you know, do I think $10,000 for a centaur is reasonable? Single level play field? Ah, it's hard to say because we have Pulp Fiction coming also from our friends at CGC, single level play field, dynamite theme, great gameplay, but with modern sensibilities. And it's like $8,000 for the special edition. 
you know, I mean, sure, you'll be paying 15 if you want to you know, pay a scalper for their LE edition because those are sold the heck out. But for the SE, a decent game, eight grand. Is Centaur really worth $2,000 more? For me, it, it ain't no way. No, not, not today, not in this lifetime, number one. Number two, when are you going to get this game? You know, we haven't really seen, you know, haggis churning and burning as far as getting their games out. Um, the one that I have played, a Mermaid Edition of Fathom, fantastic. Haven't seen a Celts in public. Would love to give it a flip. Not looking to buy one. The art, man, the, 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 the art, I, I can't bring that thing into my house. Sorry. No, no offense to the artist or anything, just not in my personal vibe. Uh, you know, I'd bring in two Oktoberfests before I'd bring in a Kells. I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it real. Keeping it 100 for everybody. So, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. So, at this point, you know, there's still people that are waiting on Fathom Mermaid Editions that pre-ordered. Um, it's kind of had a sordid history. Uh, you know, if you bought that, or pre-ordered that top version, you know, you were going to get some exclusive code, and then they decided, hey, well, let's make this code available for everybody. It makes you wonder, you know, is this a company that's out of money and is just you know, releasing this new game to try to get pre-order deposits in order to pay for the completion of the rest of their game? It, that narrative makes sense to me, so must be true right? Haggis, reach out to me, please. I sent you guys an email. I want to trade some t-shirts. Hell, I will come to Australia and, and, and visit the factory, dude. Shake your hand and I'll bring some Hungry Jacks just for you. Um, you know, but I haven't heard anything back from these guys. Um, you're flipping out as their, uh, their United States distributor. If you want to get on one of these games, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into at this point. You know, you know, I don't, I, I feel bad for, for people that were maybe misled about fathom, but if you go in on a centaur knowing what history we have so far, and hopefully they prove us totally wrong and just do gangbusters on this game. It is what it is. That's kind of my piece on the centaur. I am not going in on one and I love me some pinball and heck I got centaur right here. If I'm going to go play it, it's right behind me on my VP. I got two versions of it, one of which is even colorized. Um, and look, look, I got a little topper screen up there, too, for the folks on the YouTube video watching this. They could see it, man. Ultra VP. What a great machine. Let's me explore these games. And and this one comes with Bing Bang Bar, and it was less than $10,000. So that's that's just what I'm going to that's what I'm gonna say about that. Let's move on to James the Bond. The other night I was watching Skyfall, and I think I'm starting to get it. I like these newer Bond films, Skyfall, Quantum of Solace, the remake of Casino Royale, um, you know, with the Daniel Craig edition. So I get that people that grew up with the original Bond, the OG Bond, like, you know, they're feeling like that nostalgia. The DB5 was in Skyfall, so that was fun. And they even made a little joke about the ejection seat, so that was topical. So, like, I don't really feel this connection with Stern's Bond machine. It plays okay. To me, it plays, it feels like Deadpool, which Deadpool's okay, this one's okay. I think given the two, I'd probably go with Deadpool. But, you know, it is what it is. But if you had the theme connection to OG Bond, I, you know, I, I can get it. You know, I, I, I can I can take it. Uh, and, and the code, you know, it's getting there. Well, they released, just Stern does this, man. It's just like, hey, today's a Thursday. Let's just, without saying anything, just throw out all of our accessories. Side armor, rails, shooter rods, toppers, whatever. You know, they're limited. Who knows, you know, if you were, you know, on an island today and missed it, well, then you're not going to be able to get one. So they dropped all of the Bond accessories this morning. I was getting text messages, and people were like, Bond accessories. And I'm like, what about it, bro? And then I went online and just saw everything. So it looks like they took the armor from Bond 60th, and that's available. They took the shooter rod from Bond 60th, and now that's available. They took the art blades. I don't know, were these 
no, Bond 60 at that $20,000 machine did not come with art blades. Uh, so there's some art blades there. Uh, I guess an aesthetic choice uh, on the behalf of the artist. It's like depicts scenes and things, but it's not really like, you know, integrated into like the, the, the gameplay or whatever. It would have been nice to see since there's three different versions of the Cornerstone Bond, you know, if there were uh, kind of matching art blades to go with each one, right? You know, the... Uh, uh, the Dr. No version for the pro, uh, to only, only die twice for the second one. And then what's the third one? I can't even remember. Um, but you know, that would have been interesting. They did this with star Wars, Stern star Wars. They gave you like six art blades and you can kind of mix and match and pick what you wanted. That would have been kind of cool. Uh, not what they did. Also <laughs> the topper is also from the bond 60. They released all the accessories from bond 60th and you can go buy them and put them in your regular bond if you want. Uh, I would have liked to see the Bond 60s kind of stand alone. I would have liked to see it come with art blades too, but whatever's whatever. The shooter rod, which I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm known as the a topper dude, obviously, but, uh, you know, I also like the shooter rods, but I like the shooter rods that are interesting. Uh, the Black Knight Sword Raid shooter rod, the Elvira uh, 40th anniversary shooter rod. Like these are like fun, cool looking things, you know? Um, Groot, I don't really care about, uh, but the one for Iron Maiden, great game, shooter rod, pretty boring, plastic with a little insignia on it. Uh, this is the same thing. It's the same shape, plastic, little insignia. Rush has an awesome light-up shooter rod. Stranger Things has an amazing D20 light-up shooter rod. Come on. But the rods for Bond are, I guess, just left over from the 60th. Go get one if you want. Uh, I don't know. I think there's better options out there, personally. Um, but that's what came out. Also, what came out is new code. Now, the code has been blowing up in Bond. I've played a couple of uh, them on location recently with the new updated code, and there's a lot more stuff going on there. There's a ton more gameplay now, which is, you know, just fantastic. More gameplay, more more fun. We're seeing this game blossom. You know, I, I've, even though, like, I don't have a deep connection to, like, this Bond, I would have loved to see, like, a Daniel Craig-era Bond. But, you know, I, 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 I'd consider actually taking this game in on ownership at some point, you know, once I've exhausted everything else that I want. I don't think it's a bad game. Uh, and if I, if you have in your game room, like, fantastic. Invite me over. want to come play the dang thing. And, you know, for the right price at the right time, I might even go on one because the code is fun. The rocket is fun. The left side of the game is not much to do. Uh, that eject scoop on the left side doesn't really do anything. The little undersea battle, I don't, you can, I can't even see it really most of the time. And I'm still not sure what the bottom of the wand does. Maybe that code just came out. So if you've got one, email me, donspinballpodcast.gmail.com. Let me know uh, how the new code is. I haven't dug into the whole you know, rundown of everything that's in there. Can we talk about the topper real quick, though? Uh, they announced, <laughs> they, they pulled a haggis. They said that, hey, we're going to make 500 of these toppers, which we're going to be just for the Bond 60th edition. We're going to make those available to everybody. This is a topper that I think you should go on, and not because aesthetically it looks great. It's okay. Not because it's a steal on price, because it's $1,000. Um, the, the 60th anniversary ones came with a little signature from Keith Owen. If you want, tote this thing to a, uh, a convention and get him to sign it or whatever. But these are limited. There's only going to be 500 made for the Cornerstone versions. Um, and then, you know, the rest of them are going to the 60th. So because this thing cannot be made anymore, because it's limited, just like our friend R2-D2, this is, this is guaranteed to go up in value. If you went in on a James Bond topper today, they got to be all sold out by now at a thousand bucks your money's going to go up if on resale. So even if you didn't have one, hopefully you went out there and got one. I was late to the party. They're already 
sold out. Um, but yeah, because of the limited factor, not because of how amazing it looks, I think it's going to go up. So there's your Don's Pinball Podcast. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Uh, stock tip investment uh, news of the uh, of the day. Let's move on to, let's do something fun. Y'all like rumors? I don't have a cool rumor corner song like uh, Dennis Creasel, but I do have a rumor. And this one was cooked up actually by my wife, right? This is an exclusive rumor to Don's Pinball Podcast. Okay. Now it's far-fetched. Take this with like all the salt in Ohio, man. Okay. But here we go. Uh, a few months back, noticed that Mr. Jack Black, everybody's favorite uh, character actor guy, uh, he was at the uh, Dutch Pinball Museum in Rotterdam, Netherlands, right? Cool, right? Um, you know, there's other pinball, so other celebrities that are into pinball too, so maybe he's a pin bro as well. He seems like a chill dude, pick a destiny and all that. So, so, so I get that. That's cool. That was posted. And then there's this rumor, Mr. Jason Knapp Arcade dropped, um, that uh, Dutch Pinball's next game is going to come out and is going to be announced in September. Not September this year, though. Was initially thought September next year. Okay, so now we have that piece of it. So we've got Jack Black on location in the Netherlands with Dutch Pinball, which the only machine they've made is like cult movie classic Big Lebowski, right? So is Jack Black? Was he there? I know he's always on tour with his band, but was he there at all to kind of uh, hang out with the guys over at Dutch Pinball? Maybe talk some stuff. Um, Dutch Pinball did a movie license. Maybe they would do another one. Maybe they would do like another kind of culty one. And who's in some cool culty movies? Mr. Jack Black, that's for sure. Now, now, I don't know that we're getting Nacho Libre, as would be cool, right? I don't think we're getting Kung Fu Panda that doesn't really seem to jive with Dutch. So probably not Nacho Libre, although that license... Obtainable. <laughs> okay, I'll just put it there. Uh, Kung Fu Panda, I think wrong kind of style for Dutch Pinball. Um, <laughs> what about Tropic Thunder? I'm going to pause for effect here. Tropic Thunder pinball. That, that, I don't think that's what's coming out, but could you imagine, <laughs> you imagine Robert Downey Jr. playing a character in blackface. Um, there's a connection with characters of blackface in the Netherlands. Uh, you, uh Ben Stiller, you'd have to get that license. That might be kind of expensive. You know, Jack Black's in there. Be in a jungle. Uh, also, which would be in a jungle would be Jumanji. Although you'd have to go and get Mr. The Rock Johnson. Um, so that's a little far fetched. The one that I think has the biggest chance of coming from Dutch pinball involving Jack Black is King Kong. Again, pause for effect. Peter Jackson's King Kong. Jack Black was in that movie. Naomi Watts was in that movie. Bruce Willis was not in that movie. High dollar people were not in that movie. Jack Black, Naomi Watts, Peter Jackson directed, and then it just kind of filters down from there. Think Congo, but updated. Um, think they got the King Kong license. I know it's rumored to be stern, but again, that's my rumor. So my wife put all this together. What if Jack Black was there and he did this movie and the Dutch pinball just announced that they're going to announce or something? So there's a rumor for you. Do with it what you will. Probably 98% untrue, but I, I, I could see a through line somewhere in here. And it is fun to speculate on this. Let's see what happens. I haven't heard anything officially on this. This is like homegrown, speculative rumor. Do with it what you will. Let's move on to my next topic. <laughs> let's talk about Stern. I made it this far and haven't really talked about Stern except for that whole Bond bit. So let's talk about Stern's next cornerstone hashtag codename 
Venom. We don't know if it's Venom. Is it He-Man? Is it going to be just a, a, a revolt of something? We don't know. Um, but uh, they have released the uh, map layout online for San Diego Comic-Con, which kicks off on the 20th of the month. I think we're about two weeks out now from it. So that's exciting. We may, may have a new Stern Cornerstone in two weeks. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, let's all fangirl about it. I, I'm like, I'm so giddy. <laughs> I can't wait. So uh, some uh, mad lad went online to the interactive map of the convention floor where you can click on all the booths and see like who's going to be there. And can we just say, San Diego Comic-Con looks like a freaking amazing pop culture convention to go to because I was clicking around and looking at all the cool things that are going to be there. That notwithstanding, the Stern booth is shared by a uh, music uh, band production company Raining Phoenix, right? And one of the other bands that this company manages is a metal band called Venom. Boom. Let's do the drop. Did that just land like a thud of bricks, man? So is that more confirmation for Venom? Jason Dapp seems to think so. And he's like killing it on rumors now. So <laughs> I hope that this rumored Venom game, if it comes out, I hope it comes out soon. How cool is this, right? In the same month that we get this black and white game Centaur, uh, reported to be coming out. We're going to get another black, white, and silver themed game with Venom. If that's true, oh my God, I can't wait. I'm going to put that thing in my game room. I'm going to put it in here somewhere. I don't know where it's going to fit behind me, but I'm going to make room for the Venom. Um, Into the Spider-Verse, maybe? I don't, who, who knows? The codename is Venom. But what if it was Into the Spider-Verse, but with all different Venoms? Uh, so much speculation here. Venom's deep. Um, you know, this would tie in though that uh, the fact that Todd McFarlane, one of the creators of Venom, was at Comic Con last year, but like it got bumped because he has some contractual obligation to get Bond out. I don't know. I don't know. Just totally speculative. But we're gonna know in a couple weeks, and that, my friends, is exciting. I can't wait. New pinball. We love new pinball. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully Brian Eddy brings that, uh, that mani- I was going to say Maniac Mansion, that medieval madness goodness of some kind of interactive mech that explodes. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not a pinball designer. I can't wait to see what they make. I'm super excited. Let's talk about some other stuff. Um, episode 52, the last one I did with Jason Knapp. Man, that has blown up. Uh, you know, so that was uh, one of my first times really hosting uh, you know, someone big on my podcast. Uh, which I was, you know, super stoked and excited about. Andrew McBain, thank you to you as well. But you know, this was this was pretty huge. Um, I had the audio levels kind of messed up on this one. I really wanted to try to hit them uh, where they where they should have been. And I went into pre- post production. I got it all ironed out. So the first day, if you listen to it, I'm sorry. I know the audio levels were up and down and up and down. I went through and did it again, and that must have worked because I've had 450 people listen to that episode. So thank you. Give yourselves a round of applause. I can't believe 52 episodes in i'm cracking 400 people holy crap now maybe it was the fact that the audio sucked and so i fixed it and then everybody went back and re-listened to it but if that worked i think i'll start kind of messing up the audio uh and then fix it the next day and so people can come back and listen to it but thanks everybody for that thank you jason for coming on i need to have him back as just like a regular like like give me the rumor updates guy just have him drop on in what do you say Jason, let's do it. I'll send you a t-shirt every time you come on, man, to make it happen. Uh, Let's talk about some recent production from Stern here with Mr. Iron Maiden. What a fantastic game. I got my premium delivered. I did a live unboxing video. Um, I meant to do it on YouTube, and then when I went to get on there, YouTube needs like 24 hours notice for a new channel to be able to do it. You need to have 50 followers and all this crap. So I put it up on Facebook, but I kept it 
permanently on there. So if you want to watch the unboxing video of Iron Maiden, I've got it ready. I it did kind of a fun thing. I had ordered this game, didn't really tell anybody that I was getting it. Um, and then it uh, showed up at the distribution center. So I went and picked it up and then I blocked out the name and I posted a picture and I'm like, I picked up a game. What did I get? And everybody was speculating. It was all good fun. Um, and so like I undressed her in front of everybody and then there was like a big reveal. It was, it was fun times. Thanks everybody for coming on there. I love the comments and everything and feedback. And I want to do more of these videos for you guys. I want to move into the YouTube uh, frame universe where we can do you know videos and things I'm gesturing with my hands right now and you audio people you can't listen but the video people they can see it they can see it man uh, what do we have next um, uh, so I got my Iron Maiden premium I'm doing the whole Don's Pinball podcast treatment to it it's got a shaker it's got a knocker I've got some ninja balls coming I just put in some art blades and I was gonna I was thinking of going with the original stern art blades here but if you guys checked out pin graphics lately they have this uh, yeah, holographic line of graphics that they're doing I had gotten some for my uh, Jersey Jack Guns N' Roses it was the concert posters but on this like iridescent paper so it was like all like foily and shiny and 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 bro, I just love that. So I went in there and I got I got the pin graphic version of the Iron Maiden graphics, but with that like uh, iridescent holographic kind of foily paper, man, it's fire. I love this thing. Cute, funny story here. Funny story, cute story. I had uh, went ahead and um, took out my play field to put my art blades in and got them in great. Uh, we used the wet method, put the play field back in, fired up the game, and like it couldn't locate the balls for some reason. It took my 12-year-old to come down and be like, yo, dad, I know you took the play field out. Did you like reconnect it <laughs> before you turned it on? And that was a problem. That was easily fixed. Thank you so much, everybody. Hit up Don's Pinball Podcast, donpinballpodcast at gmail.com for emails. Go to the Facebook page. Give me a follow. I'm trying to build that up. And youtube.com backslash at Don's Pinball Podcast. I got a channel there now. This video will be up there as soon as I figure out how to get this high quality audio merged with the video. Give me your feedback. Give me your comments. Everybody, you're ordering t-shirts like crazy. I'm at the post office every day. I love it.